One of the best aspects of a great MGO is to be curious. Curiosity leads to understanding who the donor really is. This leads to building authentic relationships with your donors. In today's podcast, Richard and I go through a list of 15 questions you can ask your donor that will help take your relationship with your donor deeper. We also discuss what each question can reveal that will help you bring more joy to your donor. Welcome to the Nothing But Major Gifts podcast from Veritas Group, featuring Richard Perry and Jeff Schreifels. Twice a month, we bring you the latest and best thinking about major gift fundraising, so you can develop authentic relationships with your major donors. Here are your hosts, Richard and Jeff. Hey there, welcome to the podcast today. I've got Richard Perry with me today. And Richard, we're going to help major gift fundraisers by giving them some great questions to ask donors all in an effort to understand a donor's passion and interests. I'm, you know what, Jeff? I'm really, really glad we're doing this because we've had so many major gift fundraisers ask us, yeah. now, you know, how, how do I really get to know my donor? I mean, what are the questions I need to ask to go deeper with them? I mean, that's that's what we're getting. Yeah. So that's why we thought, hey, let's do a podcast on this and start talking about some of these questions, which we've accumulated over the years yep. as some of the best questions to really find out who your donor is, because that's ultimately what you're trying to do. You want to understand your donor's passion and interests so that you can match that up with all the great programs and projects you have and inspire them to invest in them. So we ought to just stop on that point because that's that's the major the objective. I mean, right there. It is. It's not to get the money, which is a result of doing all of this. Right. That's a result. It's not the objective. The objective is to match those passions and interests to the uh, the needs of the organization and, and, by extension, the needs of society. And not only are you going to find out their passion and interests, but you're going to find out who they really are as a person. And the donor is going to know over time that you know them. The donor wants to be known. Yep. And so you're cultivating and stewarding these donors over a long period of time, hopefully. And everything you find out through these questions is going to help you do that well. Well, you know what's interesting about that uh, being known thing, Jeff? I mean, we were at dinner last night and uh, it was very interesting that, that uh, in fact, you said to me, he says, you know, this person is always just talking about themselves. Mm-hmm. They don't actually know me. Yeah. We all want to be known as individuals. We want to be known and not just just uh, just uh, sitting with someone yapping about themselves all the time. And it's it is funny. We were talking in that same conversation how I said this seems to be the most common thing. People just want to talk about themselves, but they don't want to know anything about you. Yeah. Or about another person. So one of the deepest things in a human being is to be known. Yeah. And so if you get nothing else out of this podcast, know that your donor, your caseload donor, wants. To be known exactly, and and uh, and actually, if you can know them, that's that's your way down the line in terms of, of having a successful relationship so with them because yeah. you're going to gain their trust. Exactly, and that is what you're trying to do. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. All right. Well, let's talk about. Let's get into these questions. There's 15 of them. So number one, here's here's the first question. You're telling this, so you're asking this of the donor. Hey, you've been giving 
X amount over the last X number of years. This has been very generous. What is it that we're specifically doing that you get excited about? So there's a couple of things that are really interesting about that question. What are you specifically, what are we specifically doing that you're, you're yes. excited about? And why are you excited? Yeah. Those are the two things. Because that's going to reveal to you, okay, you're really interested in that and why. Well, there's so, and, and so many uh, managers that we've talked to and authority figures, they say, well, you don't need to know specifics like that. I mean, come on, Jeff. What you need to know is that they just love the organization. They, no, <laughs> no, <laughs> there's something specific that they're interested in. So that's important yeah. to figure that out. All right. Next question. You've been giving to this particular program. So whatever program that is of ours for many years, why are you so passionate about that? Yeah. I mean, it's it's the same kind of thing as the first question, but why are you passionate? So, for instance, I, I remember the story, and I've told it uh, many times, of the, uh, of the uh, very, very uh, kind of conservative, very tight, closed mm -hmm. accountant mm -hmm. who broke down at the rescue mission when he met the drug addict. Yeah. That the MGO had set that meeting up. Yeah. He met the drug addict. Why was he... Why was he passionate and interested in the drug addict? Because his own son had taken his life, had overdosed on drugs eight months earlier. Yeah. And had had trouble with drugs. And so he was trying to redeem the situation. That's yeah. why he was passionate. That was the driver. Yeah. Now, you've got to uncover these things as you're going along. What's the donor interested in? So here's another question. You, you give to many charities. Why is ours so important to yeah. you? I mean, to get that knowledge is great. <laughs> it's great. Yeah. Because then you might say, or the donor could say, well, because of X, Y, Z, I love you most. Or, well, you you guys are on my, down my list and here's why. And here's why I give it to these other charities because of X, Y, Z. So well, you and find often, out a whole... Yeah, <laughs> and oftentimes that, uh, that uh, being down the list is about how you're treating them, exactly. not as much as to like they love them, the other charities more than you. Right. You're just not as attentive. Yep. How about this one? When you give to our organization, what is your hope and expectation of that gift? Oh, that's a big one, isn't it? That's a huge one. Yeah. You I mean, want a donor to be able to voice that. Well, I expect this and this and this. So you have that information, but then you can go, I'm going to go above and beyond that because you always want to exceed an expectation of a donor. Yeah. And a, and a donor is likely to say, well, I, uh, I mean, generally they're going to say, I really have an expectation that my giving is going to make a difference. So yeah. if you're not telling them that they made a difference, you're going to actually uh, not meet their expectation. But how many donors actually have an MGO say that to them? Oh, I know. I, it, the donors we've talked to, They've never had that kind of conversation. I know. <laughs> I mean, that that would be surprising to me if I gave a gift to somebody and they said, now, now uh, Richard, what, what what do you want to get out of this? Yeah. I mean, like, you wouldn't say it that way. No, but. <laughs> no, but, but, but I mean, well, you, I mean, as a donor, you do expect some kind of payback. Not, not, yeah. So, so th those might be um, harsh and commercial words. Right. But you, you want some kind of return from that gift, if nothing more than... You want to see something good done. Yeah. Or you want to be valued as well as a donor. I mean, yeah. you know, 
So th- those are here's here's another one. At what point in your life did your personal philanthropy mm. become important to you, and what do you want to accomplish with it? And, and has it changed over the years? Yeah, that's such a great question because then the donor then reveals to you their history. You know, well, you know, I either I grew up in a wealthy family or. I started obtaining wealth as I grew in my business and I knew I had to do something with it. But you get that story and that's what's so important. Yes. And then you can see the if they'll tell you their progression. Well, I, I started out, I, I, you know, I was just giving here and there. And then I realized, hey, uh, this is what I'm really passionate about. And that's why I give to you. Exactly. And so that's Very important all that, know that good stuff. stuff. How about this one? Yeah. What is your preference in how I communicate with you? That's big because that's something we don't listen to, I feel. Well, we, and we don't ask. No. So I'm we, just going to add you to direct mail right. and then that's it. Or I'm just going to, I'm going to visit you all the time and the donor does not want you to visit. And you, you want, that's why you want to find out, well, how do they best like to be communicated? Well, email. Well, that's perfect to know. Yeah. Or like the, like we we experienced uh, several weeks ago, the donor that uh, uh, just preferred to communicate via text. Yes. Text. And, the, and, and, and that donor's texting at like a little after midnight. Yeah. Now, so that whole story is so intriguing to me, Jeff, because A, what's the communication preference? It's not face-to-face. Right. It's not the phone. It's not email. It's text. So right. that's the first thing. Second thing is the guy's texting... A little after midnight. Yeah. So, so what is that? I mean, the MGOs texting back and they're talking back I know. and forth. And then the whole thing results in a $200,000 gift via text. Yeah. So here's an example of a meaningful connection, obviously. Yeah. yeah. Through text, not a face-to-face visit, but a meaningful connection nonetheless. Right. Resulting in a $200,000 gift. That's why we're... We're so not into this whole metric. Well, you got to do face-to-face. You got to be 25 a month. And it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. And so so it's very important to be asking that question. What's your preference and how do I communicate with you? Here's another one that's that fits into this is how would you best like updates on the impact of your giving? Wow. Is having through our organization. So yeah, yeah. that's just gold if you can find that out. Because as I, as you know, if you want to, do well, you'll do what they say, but then you'll want to exceed all of that. Yeah, this this whole thing about giving the updates on impact and and uh, well, and I, how, well, you know, how often, what yeah. level of detail do you want to have? I yeah, mean, you, you, it's it's important to ask that question. Here's one: You've been interested in our program for many years, and you've given generously toward that. Besides your giving. Would you like to be involved with us in other ways? So volunteering, volunteering, at least asking the donor. Yeah. Do you want a deeper relationship besides your donations? Do you want, you know, how would you like to be involved? Many times we don't ask donors that at all. It's a big one. Here's another question. Over the years, uh, how have you felt about the relationship with our organization? Is there anything that you would change? What could we improve upon? So, I mean, that that this is such a critical question, Jeff. Yeah. Because um, how many people, how many don't, how many MGOs, or how many organizations are actually asking? They're not the whole customer service, uh, you know, donor service uh, question. Right? They're not. I know. And uh, in fact, they may be sitting on some concerns or uh, some negative opinions or whatever that would benefit 
the nonprofit that would benefit the MGO um, mm -hmm. greatly, but we don't ask. So, yeah. And I think the donor wants to be asked. They do. They want input into all of that. Yeah. Here's one. Where do you find the most joy in your life? <laughs> well, that's an interesting one. Now, where would that take the conversation, do you think? So many places. I mean, think about those, the stories that you'll get from a donor if they will open up to you and tell you that. And then all because you, I'm assuming you're an MGO who's very curious, you'll have all kinds of follow-up questions that to take the conversation to a new place. Because it'll eventually come back around to you find joy in this. And so you've been giving to us. What is that? What kind of joy does that bring? You know, it gives you a huge uh, clues as a major gift officer it gives you huge clues as to like, well, how do you then relate to this? Exactly. Donor and what kind of content do you send them and what kind of information? And uh, exactly. Yeah. Okay. Here's another one. Where do you. Where do you give of your personal wealth? Why do you give of your personal wealth? Okay. So that just gives you another story of why they feel like they need to give. Well, isn't that sort of related to the question as to why you, why you give to this or that? I mean, it's sort of like similar to that other yeah. question, but it's, but it's maybe more broad yeah. in terms of uh, uh, what are you trying to accomplish on the planet? I mean, because there's all these other things that you're doing. And this is an interesting point, Jeff, is, and we would, we would suggest to you as a, as a major gift officer, it'd be very good to not have a, a, a level of interest uh, that it would be very good to have a level of interest in the other things oh, yeah. that the uh, donor is giving to that, that are not related to your organization. Exactly. Um, and, and expressing joy and support about that uh, instead of just like, well, you know what donor, all I'm interested in is what is, what is, uh, yeah. is what, what you're doing with us. And yeah. I don't really care about anything else. Well, then you're basically saying you don't care what they're doing. Right. The other thing I like about this question about why do you give of your personal wealth is that you might get a, a story of that donor's pain. Mm, mm -hmm. And whenever you can get someone to be vulnerable and talk about pain in their life, mm -hmm. that will help you develop that relationship. You'll get to know and them more. You'll, you'll have more empathy for them. It'll be... I mean, that's just what you want. Yes. Here's a good one. When did you first hear about our organization and what prompted you yeah. to make that first gift? This is, this is very, very important intelligence in terms of even how you're marketing yes. your, uh, your organization. Uh, what, like an answer to the, uh, like, how did you first hear about our organization? We'll give you clues about like donor acquisition programs. Yeah. Uh, what kind of information you're putting out in the in the public square so that, uh, you know, w what's working, what's not working. And also what prompted you, you know, what, what was the offer that was out there? Yeah. This is important marketing. That's right. Uh, and, and if you will, advertising yeah. kind of uh, yeah. feedback. Yep. Here's one. How do you make decisions about your giving? Who do you seek counsel with? And then what is your process in making a decision to give? So that helps you understand, okay, do they involve 
their spouse? Do they involve lawyers? You know, all kinds of things. That's important to know because yeah. oftentimes the donor, the, the person that you're talking to is not the actually primary, the primary decision maker in right. the, in, the uh, in the household. I exactly. mean, how many times have you seen that? Yeah. Here's one here. You've been giving very generously for quite a long time. What would get you so excited mm. that you would want to make a significant investment in our organization? Now, you and I both know, Jeff, that most of these organizations that we work with and that we know about have a very low quantity of transformational gifts, meaning yeah. six, seven figures, eight figure gifts. I mean, huge gifts. They, they have very low quantity of them. And we've also seen that when they do get them, that question has been asked and processed. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. But to know that, so... This is one of those questions you would ask as you're trying to identify within your portfolio those one to two or two to four people that can make that transformational gift. Mm -hmm. That's one of the first questions you would ask one of those donors. Like right now you've been giving so generously, but what would it take for you to do this, which is a transformational gift? That's and and we've had experience with people actually answering that question. I mean, they yeah. they, they basically say, well, you know, if you had uh, and they, they they basically prescribe if you do all these things, then I could do that exactly. Uh, so it, that's a very important question. And then the last question, last question is this, and I think this is good. Tell me, tell me about the best experience you had giving a gift, and what made it so good for you. Mm -hmm. I mean. That then gives you all kinds of clues for what the donor expects, why them giving, why it was so good and the experience so that you can do better. Well, like what, like what happened in the receding process, what happened in the thank yeah. you process, what happened in the follow-up process, exactly. what happened in the reporting back process. That, that's all like important information to get. Yeah, like, it is. Uh, I mean, I, I remember your story of the, uh, of yeah. the, uh, the oil man in yeah, Texas yeah. who who had such a bad experience in in one situation, yeah. and he, he had a lot of wealth, and then he had a really good experience in terms of how he was treated, treated, which uh, caused him to give millions and millions and millions of dollars. <laughs> That's amazing. I mean, we, yeah, the, the the switch from one to the other was just unbelievable, and it, was, it just had to do with treatment. Yeah, I kept thinking as he was telling me the story. Gosh, if I were a director of development for a nonprofit, this would be the best information I could get. Exactly. Here's a donor telling me how he, he wants to be treated, how he wants to be treated, and how he doesn't want to be treated. I mean, it's it's critical. <laughs> that's what stuff. you want. I know exactly. Well, these are those 15 questions, and you know what? If you are uh, wondering, like, gosh, what was that question number eight? This actually was a, a great blog post that was. We, we did. Uh -huh. So go, you can go to veritasgroup.com and in the, click on the blog link and you can type in 15 questions to go deeper. Just solve it and you'll get this blog post yeah. and it'll have a list by list. And we also want to offer you a free white paper as well. And you can go to veritasgroup.com, hit on the download link and the white paper is called how to get meetings with donors. Yeah, it's a great way. Once you get the meeting, then you can start asking these yes, one exactly. of these 15 questions. So thank you for joining us on the podcast and we'll see you next time. Thanks. Thank you for joining us for the Nothing But Major Gifts podcast from Veritas Group. 
Richard and Jeff also write an ongoing blog that you can subscribe to for free at VeritasGroup.com. Please join us again next time.